anchoring points for today's session to get us in the right frame of mind. The le five levels of listening. When I started realizing um, and knowing you to be able to trust. <laughs> and and it's, it's sounds like we've said about the age of eight. That's something external. And you have to learn the lessons of And you have to have a selected few, few people. If you're going to cry, just. If you're going so to cry, cry. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and share it with someone in a vulnerable place. Super grateful to have my guest on. Man to man, episode four, with me, Elliot J. Powell, and Lee Stephen, the man himself. <laughs> the man himself. Cheers, everyone. Cheers, everyone. Thursday evening. Hope you're keeping well. Today we're discussing adaptability and change. First of all, little icebreakers like we do every week. And um, Lee has set me the challenge of two truths and a lie, didn't you, mate? Two truths and a lie. So essentially, this is uh, this is about how well we can judge each other based upon someone giving us, the other person giving them a. A bit of a lie and a bit of a truth at the same time, you know. So, do you think I'm one thing or do you think I'm another thing? That's going to be a mm. bit of a judge of character. It's going to be an interesting one. Uh, excited to delve more deeply. Sure. Before we jump in, just just to make sure you've seen it, but obviously it's always polite to ask. We're getting carried away with the with the concept and the content. Are you good, my man? I am very good, mate. Very good, actually. Um, no complaints. Got a bit of a shoulder niggle, um, but other than the shoulder niggle. Um, all right. What are we saying? Is is that from lifting heavy? Is it for a little rotator cuff? Yeah. No, yeah, I think it's a little bit of rotator cuff. Um, rotator cuff, like injury. I went to see the chiropractor earlier today, so hopefully it's nothing too serious. He was pretty um, pretty chilled with it. He just did a few manipulations and stuff. It's nothing bad. Soft tissue damage, maybe. Um, but it'll be fine. Yeah. So you're, you're, not, you're not, no worries attached to it or anything like that? No, I'll probably be going back in the training. Alright, <laughs> maybe are you going to be sensible? Take it a bit lighter, that kind of thing. Uh, no, we don't do that. Come no. on, we do. You're a, you're a fitness special. That's a, the yeah. foundations of the thing. The thing right? you understand about fitness specials, we tell our clients to do something. We never do it ourselves. Oh, number dear, one oh, rule. Dear. <laughs> oh, dear. That's that's the number one. That's the number one rule. Do as I say, not I'm, as I do. Exactly that. I, I'm not. I'm alright. I'm not that bad. It's, it's giving me a few issues, but I'll, I'll work. Yeah. yeah. Good. Yeah. How are you? How's your week been? Uh, week's been good. Yeah. Some nice little um, highlighted points. Um, some some positive stuff. Um, tried out the which you haven't jumped on to yet, but anyone who's listening jumped on at the clubhouse. Had a little group discussion on there. That was a nice little feature to Mental Health Week. Nice. Um, so. Really pleased with how it went and some I saw nice comments. Um, there was a feature in some uh, as a, a finance post on, on Instagram, and it was about um, like how different social medias have sort of transformed and got bigger and bigger throughout throughout time. And apparently, clubhouse must be the new big thing. So, yeah, it's got a lot. It's very um, investor business networking heavy at the moment, but I'm sure as other people jump in. Um, it's invite only kind of podcasting live app where you can come on stage and you can you can talk and you can discuss basically whatever you can kind of create the vibe of the room of however you want to do it. But there's obviously some natural behaviors that have, that have come about. But I would definitely say check it out, get yourself an invite, get yourself your username 
um, you know, reserved, and then people can let you in as well. So definitely yeah. worth it. Do you want to start off? Do you want to go first? Yes. So those that have just joined and uh, kind of getting on board, what's happening here? Today we got a little bit of lighthearted uh, chat, and the lighthearted chat is going to be truth or lie, which for those that don't know, um, and then we're going to get into a little bit deeper with topics on adaptability and change. So we started truth or lie. Now my three. Did Ready? you? Go, yeah, that's what that's what I wanted to ask you. I went, I went like two truths and one lie. So you've got to pick the lie, or did you just go yeah. one or the other? Exactly that. Yeah, two truths and a lie. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. So I'm an only child. I swam for sorry, or I had surgery to stop me sweating so much underneath my arm. Ooh, I believe I, I can see you as a, a good swimmer. I, uh, but I think that the, the the I think the the armpit is too specific for you to have made it up. So I'm going to go that you're not a no, you lies that you're an only child. <laughs> you're wrong. That's all right. We're learning. We're learning. No, I am an only child. I am an only child. Uh, I did have surgery on my armpit. Probably sweating so much. But you didn't swim. You you sank. You sank for surgery. I I, I swam. I was a decent swimmer. I never swam. Okay. Uh, I was. I was competitive. But yeah, not. You didn't quite reach it. Okay, so you you are an only child. I need to remember that. I am. Yes. And the surgery didn't. The surgery under my armpits didn't work. Because you can get you can get Botox right now. I think. You can get you can, yeah. That was an option when I was getting it done. Um, I went with the safer option. They said, and it ended up just burning my armpit. So it didn't really work. But okay, you, know, you live and learn. I I have the flattest feet known to man. I used to swallow all my baby teeth when they fell out. I went to the doctors for having pubic hair too young. A very young age. All right. So you're a very hairy man. So I'm going <laughs> to take, take that as, as, a, as a no. Um, the second one, yeah. You're a dancer. You used to be a dancer. Dancers don't have flat feet. So I'm going to go with don't have flat feet. You got it wrong. <laughs> it must no. Be as flat as they come, honestly. How? I'll show you. I'm not. I'm not just going to show you on stream. That's disgusting. Flat <laughs> as anything. Yeah. Oh. So the lie. The lie was you were right about the hairy part, and then the lie was, um, yeah, the baby teeth. That was that was just completely fictional. Right. Um. I used to be a hardcore gamer. I ran a hundred meters in sub eleven seconds when I was age fifteen. And I started my working life in Oh, I don't want to doubt you, but 11 seconds is fast. That is fast. Um, so I'm going to go, I think you did it like sub 12 or sub 11 and a half. And I'm going to stick with a construct. I feel like you've done a bit of brick lane. You've done a bit of handiwork, I reckon. <laughs> No, it was in the offices, but I was never a bricklayer. <laughs> I know I'm from Croydon, but come on. <laughs> come on, you've, you've got your hands dirty. That's it. Um, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. I didn't run it in sub-11 seconds. I ran it 11 seconds on the dot. 
oh, bang on. That is fast. Yeah, bang on 11. Yeah. Pretty rapid. Yeah, that's rough. Come on, hit me. With your scores. Oh what? Oh sorry, was, was that? Yeah, you just did it. I was I was just thinking that I was fast then for a second, but that was I was just living in the kitchen land. Um, so I started dancing when I was eight. I left home when I was sixteen. I went to China when I was nineteen. Repeat that. <laughs> it was the speed I tried to catch you all. I started dancing when I was eight. I left home when I was sixteen. I went to China when I was nineteen. Second one, you left home when you were 16. That was a lie. Yeah. Truth. The lie was dancing. I, I started dancing younger than that. Oh, really? Yeah, like five or six. What dance, what dance did you, I mean, I've really asked, what dance did you start out at? What's your, what's your genre? <laughs> genre? I mean, I started as tap dancing and then through my... Through, at a young age, I did more classical stuff, more ballet. I'm like, like we've already discovered, I'm not built for it. Just was good at it. <laughs> um, yeah, so I did a lot more classical training, but I did, I did all sorts really when I was, when I was younger. And then you know, you do even more when you train professionally. Yeah, fair. right. Final yeah, one. Uh, my celebrity crush was Jennifer Aniston. I despise mayonnaise. I snapped my ACL playing football. Um, you're too young to Jennifer Aniston to be a crush. I'm going to go lie. No, you're wrong. That was true. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't snap. You, oh, you did. I think you did snap. I think I read on Instagram that you did snapped snap your ACL. ACL. Did yeah, snap my so, ACL. So, so therefore, I despise mayonnaise. That is a lie. I absolutely love mayonnaise. It's amazing. <laughs> Yeah, some people are weird about mayo, aren't they? It's one that you can't actually are, leave. They are. Oh no, I'm 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 team mayo all day long. Team, team mayo. mayo. I can't have it anymore. I'm plant based. I know it's got egg in. Oh, that old chestnut. That old, that old yeah. chestnut. Um, we'll save that for I do love it though, but I do love mayonnaise. Uh, if I could have it, I would. And the, but vegan mayo doesn't quite hit the same. Um, right. Last I one. I. I have a Blue Peter badge. I have a Duke of Edinburgh Gold Award. And I love Pokemon. Duke of Edinburgh, I think. Do you get that when you're in school? So I've got the Pokemon. Who doesn't love Pokemon? I'm going to go with a Blue Peter badge. You haven't got a Blue Peter. Lie, I do. <laughs> If you say that you hate Pokemon, oh my god! No, I love Pokemon. I'm pick Pokemon's okay, biggest fan. I just don't have. I just don't have the Duke of Edinburgh. Okay, fair, yeah, yeah. I got a Blue Peter badge for dancing on like Blue Peter or like on the road show or something. For a, actually, for A One, do you remember them? A One, the band. Too, too young. Too young. <laughs> Gentle. I'm, I'm, I'm turning thirty, mate. I'm just. I'm just. I'm just. You know. I'm just embracing it. Just embracing it. Fair enough, fair enough. So that's, should, we, should we move on? That's how, yeah, so that's how that's how people are done. So anyone got any uh, any comments? Anyone wanna you know, have their say? You let us know. Yeah. Um, any surprises? Any any comments? You know, we we're we're about a community here, so 
throw in some comments. I see uh, Luke is watching on uh, Twitch. Good evening, Luke. And, you know, anyone here on the Insta or Facebook or whatever, fire away any questions, anything that you've got, and we will get to you as well. And you can hear yourself on a podcast. So we're going to get into our main topics now. So the main topics we're going to discuss, uh, first one being adaptability um, during COVID and during 2020. I think big, big talking uh, point at the moment. Um, and then we're going to go into a little bit about change, change in the broader aspect of it. What does change mean? Um, how people respond to change? How, how we uh, develop a good outlook and a good mindset when it comes to change and dealing with change? Um, so without further ado, I think we should get cracking into adaptability. Um, so my biggest thing about adaptability and how we adapt is, I suppose, coming to probably more of a like a professional standpoint than a personal standpoint. You know, we've in the fitness industry have had to adapt more than a lot of people because gyms are closed, right? We can't mm-hmm. work mm-hmm. from uh, from our workspace. So straight away we have to adapt and how people adapt and the way they adapt is vital to living, I suppose, especially if we're like myself, self employed, um, and need to, you know, get hustle on to really you know, keep afloat and, and make make things make things make the world fit right. So, adaptability yeah. is a huge play. Yeah, I think, I think. Well, it's something that everyone can really relate to now. Whereas people maybe beforehand, if they're in something more stable or a, uh, maybe a corporate job or I don't know, some, something something that you know you you really have that schedule and that's the everyone i think has been through industry you work in this like you know working from home or there's no travel or there's like or you put yeah. your kids at home with you and or like there's loads of different things that everyone has had to adapt in the way that they live their lives like it shows you that the framework that we live in was just it's not temporary it's not permanent we never even thought about it and i think it can all be turned on its head and it can all be changed upside yeah. down um exactly. One yeah. of the things I wanted to discuss was employed versus self-employed. So we look at more of a typical corporate job and in the corporate world as opposed to in self-employed within corporate if you're more of a consultant or you know, you're know you out there and you've got to make it happen for yourself sort of thing, like the difference between that and how each person has to adapt. Now, I suppose when we come to look at the employed individual, a lot of their actual working uh, day-to-day tasks haven't really changed. You know, they're, they're doing the same thing. They've got the same job role. The only way they've had to adapt is how they work, where they work from. Um, mm. Which, I mean, if you're a little bit older, you have a family, you know, you've got to kind of juggle you know, having your kids around, but at the same time, trying to work, you know. And I, I have a client who's got two kids that are being homeschooled at the moment, and she's got to do a full, full day's work herself. How, how, how they go about adapting to, to that new role and, and now that role from being at home and, and still trying to get a productive day's work done and deal with homeschooling your kids. I mean, it, it's, 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 it's a real tough job, right? Mm, and yeah. if, if, you, if you can really spiral out of control if you don't handle it in the right way because it's a, it's a lot of added stress. Bearing in mind you've got a job that might bring you stress as it. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't even comprehend, you know, having to, 
I really don't envy and really admire people going through that situation of, you know, having people that are, are, are reliant on them, you know, young kids and stuff, and they've got to try and do the best for them, but they're trying to hustle and work in, in a probably a not ideal environment. You know, it's something that I've been thinking about a lot lately is, you know, creating environments that are suitable for doing the job that you want to do in them. And yeah, yeah. That, that transpires, you know, from, you know, the industry that you, or I both working as fitness is creating those. And I think, and it's comes into change a little bit, but not changing your environment, not changing your surroundings can be a really a negative impact as well. I don't know why, I I don't know why humans need that or want that, but it seems like not having stimulus, not moving, not having something. I I don't know if, is it the human connection aspect or is it nature or what, what, what do you think it is that we need to feel like there's something's changing? Um, well, I, I suppose I suppose one thing that humans have missed more so than ever in the last year is social interaction. Mm. Like, yeah. We are social animals. We are social creatures. We, we need realistically to be around people. You know? Even, whether you're introvert or extrovert, like you still have that, that want, desire to be around people. So that's one huge thing that people have had to adapt to is you know, spending time more than ever by yourself and being happy with like who you are and being happy that you're spending more time with just you. you know, mm. if, you're, if you're either living by yourself or even if you're living with people or your housemates work at the same time, like you can't really sit there and have a jolly. Like you've got a job to do. So mm. you know, it's, it's, it's a huge thing to adapt to and it's, it's not been easy for a lot of people. I know that. One thing that I think this leads on to is a lot of people, especially when it comes to maybe being self-employed or maybe entrepreneur, it it forced people to adapt quicker than what they've ever had to do, right? So take for example a business that typically operates out of a shop. Well now the only way they can they can essentially operate is takeaway or delivery. Mm-hmm. So a business how it has to force itself to adapt in a way or like spot a, a niche a niche sort of like space in a marketplace and adapt to it as quick as possible in order to thrive and survive so yeah and and therefore business opportunities come you know facilitating businesses to operate in different ways as well like i know i heard a story about as you know you think you think about all these things all these business opportunities um i know a guy that invested in cardboard boxes because he knew he knew that everything was needed to be shipped and stuff, all the the vaccines, yeah. PPE, and all that stuff. You need boxes to to ship, or you, or you need you know the companies that are facilitating these services, like Just Eat or whatever. You know, any food service, exactly. Uber Eats, all the ones out there, not picking one to support. But yeah, there's there's lots of opportunity. One thing that came to my mind when I asked you the question, and I was thinking about the how I would answer it as well. About you know, I think. Just, it's about balance, isn't it? I think that humans tend to like some nice anchoring, stable points, but then they have to have a, like a little bit of change as well. So it's things that keeping them, you know, the imagination, creativity, firing, um, yeah. not, not having interaction with other people. So if it's too, if everything's changing, it's too overwhelming. If everything stays the same, it's not enough. It's just like a lot of different aspects in life 
it's finding that balance of, of having yeah. some things that give you stability, but then also give you, um, you know, inspiration, I guess. Exactly that. Yeah, exactly that. And it's, I mean, this time, this force is speed up. I think they might have potentially wanted to do years down the line, right? So, like, you know, let's say, for example, take a butcher's, for example, the butcher's, they, yes, they remain open, but like, in order to, to now grasp a wider audience, they now have to like deliver. And if you're, they're not delivering as a business, well, now they need to deliver because they're not going to be able to thrive on the money that's coming in based on not as many people coming to the door. You know, mm. same goes with it. Like, I remember when the first lockdown, there was a guy that used to sell sausage rolls at Hearn Hill from a little stool and he couldn't anymore. So he, he had to buy a van and was making them in bulk, freezing them and like driving around the local area and selling sausage rolls. So he's had to straight away adapt to the situation. He's spotted a gap in the market. And he's gone, you know what? Like, there are people that want this. I would want a sausage roll sent to my door oh, for they sure. Were unbelievable. They were so good. <laughs> so good. Um, but yeah, like, little, little things like that. It's, it's forced people to adapt. And that's not necessarily a bad thing because they, people might have plans in the pipeline that they want to do, or they want to eventually achieve. This comes along and they're like, I really need to do this now. Otherwise, I'm not going to survive. So that mm. like fear maybe that's instilled into them has forced them to adapt quicker than what they were. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. So you're thinking like, I, I I see where you're going. You're getting that is in change of circumstances. Really, it's been like a fire, like fire in the belly kind of thing to like Correct. press yeah, forward so and and exactly get people that. to change more and 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 you know because you've got to and personally as well you've got time to analyze. You know you've got time think of am i in the right place am i in around the right people exactly, yeah. um xyz and yeah you know a there's a lot of fear that comes with change but if it's just the one thing that you can do and, and focus on then may maybe people are finding bravery ability to do that uh, nathan johnston one of our previous guests first um episode of meant to be actually said well said i can't wait to be freely social again from facebook that was referring to when you you know when you said about answering the question about why people want to get out and you said human yeah. connection has been really missing yeah well human connection is, is, is I, mean, I think that's what the world like the world around you know? we build relationships with people we build connections with people um, in a personal and a professional yeah I read, right? I read a book um, oh god I'm so bad at this I always say stuff like that uh, you know I should know the name of the book and the author I, I read a book <laughs> I read a book once, <laughs> one book, one year. Um, but yeah, the premise of like some of the reasons why people get upset or even um, to the point of depression, you know, depending on your opinion on on depression and these things. But one of the main things was human connection, and not even you know, it's not even just human connection. It's not em not empty, it's not empty stuff. It's kind of like things that fulfill what you need from a human yeah. connection, whether it's just tactile and, you know, your hair getting stroked or cuddles or, or if it's yeah. something that's, you know, words of affirmation, it goes into love languages and all that sort of thing as well. Stuff that well, fills you in wholesome. Well, I'm going to play devil's advocate with that. It's really interesting. There's one thing I think 2020 did for people. It allowed people to, allowed people to slow down. A lot of people, if you didn't realise, went home, family, friends, right? They went they left London if they were in London, went back to family. I know. 
probably probably the worst thing you could do for an infectious disease. But let's, just, <laughs> let's ignore that factor for it a little Exactly, it is what it is. Um, but yeah, they are now they are now spending quality time with friends and family outside of like their normal environment, which in a way can be really good for some people. Granted, not everyone was able to do that. So like there's two sides to the, to the coin, right? Some people were able to do that. And they, I've, I've spoken to people being like, they've, they've spent more time with their family than they have in 10 years. And they've like, you know, I like really cherish that moment because you won't, you won't get that very often. Whereas some people that are maybe, they maybe have to stay in London because their job requires them to or they can't travel to work or whatever it is. Like, totally understand that these are these sort of people that need a bit more love and care, right? Because they're the people that struggle more um, especially if you maybe immigrated to London from another country, you're living in London, you haven't really got friends and family within London. What can you do? You can't escape, you can't go to the country and see your family. So mm. that's like the two sides of the story with that, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. There's always the, the, the bits that are good and, and bad and balance in the middle. It's, it's, all, it's all tough. Um, so, I mean, I guess that brings up, for those who don't know, I mean, I don't know if it's going to be a continuous thing, but um, our good friend Lee, my good friend Lee now, my becoming ever better friend Lee, um, is, is currently like in charge of choosing the subjects on Man to Man. Um, so you also wanted to talk about change. I mean, adaptability and change are almost the same thing, you know, they're, they're, they're very, very similar. I think, yeah, I think change. Change influence. Adaptability is how you respond to change, right? Things that are changing exactly. around. Yeah. So I think, yeah, change definitely influences adaptability and how people adapt to change. Um, but I think change is something you can go a lot deeper with um, because there's so many elements to change. Now we can talk about change in a human's attitude or human's outlook on life. We can talk about change in a professional career. You can talk about change in relationships. So there's mm -hmm. so much yeah. to cover with change as a subject so i think we can delve a lot deeper into this and start to really understand the best way to adapt it i mean i'm you know as much as anyone i i am huge on mindset and outlook and yeah. i will always no matter what the situation is i will always try and pick a positive situation and hold on to that you know, yeah. it could be a it could be the smallest positive there is but it, it for me it's big it means a lot to do that um, do you do you find that you're able to do that most of the time? Yeah, yeah. There's no wrong answer. Like this, no. this is something I think is really important. You know, um, like I've been I've been navigating around Clubhouse and there's people you know speaking in turn. I think it's really important to not to not preempt what somebody wants you to say as an answer. Do you know what I mean? I, I don't want you to to struggle to find the positive but it's not uh, uh, and i also don't want people to feel bad if they do struggle to feel the positive you know it's just yeah, it's, sure. it's, it's your it's your truth and and how you're currently doing and how you deal with stuff yeah. and what all, all that matters is authentic to you and it's going to be different for everyone else so yeah, i think that's re that's really really important is that is that because you've just done mindset work or if you always found it easy or what do you think um I think I'm a I'm I'm quite a big optimist um, when it comes to that personality trait. I think I'm quite optimistic about a lot of things. Yeah. Um, 
I think that's kind of where it stems from. I've I've, I've never really, when it comes to like, do you think it's to do with your upbringing, the only only child, potentially getting a lot of love? I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe. I, I don't. I don't. I. I, I could, honestly. I, I. I'll be honest with you. I don't. I don't know where it comes from. Where it stems from. Um, I've just always been this person growing up that's always tried to find positives in any situation. I'm a lot more aware of it now than I've ever been, I think. Um, yeah, you, it's something you did I, naturally, but now you try and like hold on to it and really do it more. Yeah, and I, I, it's something I want to enforce more than ever. And I'm, I think I'm, I'm very lucky with the net that I'm surrounded by, and, I, and I, I've, I'm fortunate that within the fitness industry, I, I'm surrounded by some really good people that are also very, very similar to me. You know, they could have the they could they could have the shittiest day in the world but something will come up within that day and they'll be like, you know what, it was a good day. So that's kind of how that's kind of the attitude that I would adopt as well. I would try my best to find that positive no matter what. Um because I've always been a big believer of no matter what, it always would be okay in the end. You know, it being there is always a light at the end of the tunnel and there will be light in the tunnel. Why are you frozen? Technical issues, I don't know what's going on. Elliot, help me, mate. I don't know what's going on. He's Hello? Still with me. I'm still with you now, yeah. Okay. I think I think I think I'm we're getting you back. So apologies to everyone for that. Oh, we're back, we're back, we're back. Slightly, I think slightly delayed, but I'm sure it'll catch up. Um, so ca- carrying on, you know, ch- change in general. Um, I, I don't, I don't want to fire too many questions at you, so I'll fire one to myself, and, and then you can answer the same question. Um, like, how do you think you respond to change? And um, I like to think that I'm quite relaxed and chilled person most of the time you know not too reactive um so i feel like i wouldn't say i thrive within change but you know i do look for opportunity in in a logical sense but i I can't can't help but sometimes you know still have an emotional uh, you know it's just working working with what comes your way what emotions fill you up um when change happens and kind of i don't know just kind of accepting them but i like i like to think you know my favorite animal i think we've been through that as an octopus very adaptable camouflage changing animal and i like to think that you know i'm I'm a creative (laughs) and change yeah exactly i mean there's not there's not a better um there's, there's not a better 
motto. I'm gonna start, I'm gonna get that tattooed on me. I do actually want to get an octopus though. But be octopus, yeah, because uh, that is. Um, I think it's one of the Buddhist teachings. One of the main Buddhist teachings is accepting change is how to truly be happy. You know, and that's it's a really tragic thing to think because you know some things that change in your life can be horrible, like you lose someone you love. Or you know you get you lose your job or things like that. You know there's mm. so one, uh, one on. really interesting thing you, so you said about that. So I I've got I mean me and you are both quite big on psychology because obviously that's we would be doing this sort of thing if we would we work right. Um, there's a guy called Peter Crone. He's renowned as the, the mind doctor, and his whole philosophy is he, he studied Ayurveda for something like um and his whole thing is about restructuring the subconscious and restructuring the way that you perceive and perceive being the big word the way you perceive a situation so if change enters our life and we think straight away okay change is bad um we 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 all of a sudden start taking the negatives and being like okay how do i how am i going to work with this like oh this, this is going to be this stress it's going to be that stress Everything you're doing right there is the perception of that change coming into your life. So you're perceiving that by that change coming into your life that it's going to be a negative thing. You're perceiving that something might potentially happen because of this change coming into your life. Mm -hmm. It's a perception. At any point, your perception can change in the flick of a finger. If you think about yourself, okay, if you sit back and go, right, whatever it is, change in relationship, you've gone from being in a relationship, you're now single. Um, how am I perceiving that situation? Am I perceiving that situation as a positive? Am I perceiving that situation as a negative? Because you can do both. You know, it, it's, 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 a, it's the way that you as an individual perceives that situation. It doesn't necessarily mean that because you break up with someone, it's a negative. No, 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 of course not. That's the sit situational part of the change, right? So, so the you know the change that you have in your circumstance or your change when when you go from one thing to another, that is where you have the perception. But it doesn't it doesn't negate the emotions that go with it. You know, then that becomes right. a bigger and deeper subject of you know, yeah. do your thoughts control your emotions or your emotions control your thoughts? Yeah, but emotions are already also uh, they're perceived based upon your thoughts, I believe. So okay. you might feel a certain emotion about a situation. It doesn't necessarily mm -hmm. mean that that emotion is right or wrong. Because, because you, you could, you, you've chosen the perception, the negative perception, therefore you have ne negative emotions with it. Precisely. You would, it'd be very hard for someone to perceive something as positive but have negative emotions. Okay. It'd be very cool. difficult to do that. So to play a devil's advocate, if that's the case, and then you can have like the, you can architect your own subconscious and have like more controls of how you react to stuff. Um, tension, even if the worst imaginable happens, you can still find a positive in it, and you can still train your subconscious to find the positive, have positive emotions and stuff. Is correct. Yeah, I, I believe so. Yeah. So then, so then, 
doesn't that remove the scale of from sad to happy? How do you know when it's important? You know, how can you appreciate how, how can you appreciate happiness if you don't have the, the sad and the contrast? Yeah, I, 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 yeah, totally. So that's where it comes into it, where it's like a bit of a headbutt with a bit of a clash of the heads with, okay, I probably should feel this negative emotion because of this situation mm-hmm. or whatever it is, has mm-hmm. happened. I probably like in in a in an ideal world or in a in a normal person's world, I should be feeling negative right now. And potentially, yeah, you might you might have some sad emotions. You might feel down about a situation. But there's nothing stopping an individual from turning around and being like, okay, do you know what? This situation is pretty shit. This change that I'm going through is pretty shit. But I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. I can see this positive. I can see that I now feel this specific way about a situation. So I think it's about, I think a lot of it comes into like what you spoke about, no matter what, is balance. And balancing negative with a positive. And not going too far down one route and being a bit naive about something, but also not going too far down the other route and being uh, totally narcissistic and sitting on the side. Yeah, because that's the, that's the danger, right? If you go, that's the danger if you go down either way, either too far down on, on the scale, one way or the other, you can either become, you know, in a really dark place, finding the negative and everything, but also if you, if you always find the positive anything, you don't have that soft side to you, then, then you're actually becoming, almost becoming a bit cold, you know, where you find... Correct. Yeah. You know, and it's not sensitive to necessarily the people around you who are feeling those negative emotions because you can't. You, you can control your own mind, but you can't control others around you, right? Exactly that. I think that's where it comes to. This then also links back to our previous episode about empathy, and sympathy. right? So we can yeah. we can know so we'll check out. Right. <laughs> yeah, so go have a look because that was a good good chat. I enjoyed that. Uh, that is when we then learn to show empathy to others about the situation that's at hand, but realize that ourselves, okay, I can, I, I'm allowed to feel this way. You know, I'm allowed to feel positive about this situation. doesn't necessarily mean that everyone around me feels positive about the situation. It's about reading the, the, reading the room and showing someone empathy, but at the same time, you might not feel that same emotion that they do, even though it's the same subject, you know? Let's say within a family, for example, you lose a loved one. Let's say you know there's a family of five, and you lose the you lose a granddad, and there's still that family of five that have lost that same individual. Well, of course, mm-hmm. I'm going to feel sad about it. But at the end of the day, I'm going to be like, okay, he's a hundred years old. He's left. He's lived a very good life. Like he's happy. That's my positive. The other four people don't need to feel like that. Of course, they don't because they might be grieving. They might be sad. They might feel like you know the, these emotions themselves. But it doesn't necessarily mean that I can't take a positive yeah 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 i think i think that's it i think with ev- with most subjects and even mindsets it's just my personal belief anyway because i know that some people are like really set my personal belief is like balance balance in most things so you're mm. not, not it's dangerous to be on um too far on the end of the spectrum on on one single thing so yeah. I, I and and i and i obviously I feel, I think maybe it's, I'm biased because I feel like I'm quite an emotional person, but I think it's good to yeah. you know em- embrace your emotions, but also like let them pass and down, you know, yeah. accept them and let them pass. So it's, yeah, it's good. Um, I'm pretty sure. I mean, if you, if you go down the other end of the spectrum, I'm pretty sure I heard something about Dwayne Johnson to The Rock. He lost a loved one. I'm pretty sure it was someone pretty close to him. It might even be like a parent or something. 
He was mid-training session. Um, and he was told by someone, and he was like, okay, cool. Um, let me just finish my session. So he, he took it upon himself to, to know there and then there was nothing that he could do about the situation. His love one had passed. He's doing it. He's, he's got a job to do. He's in the gym. He's training. Let him do his training session and then he'll deal with that afterwards. That's completely down the other end of the spectrum where he's like, in that moment in time, he's felt no negative emotion because he's at, he's, 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 his mindset is, is somewhere else. And he's just gone, okay, I can't deal with that now. I'll deal with it another time. Mm. Which if, mm. that can be, that can be pretty toxic. That could be quite, quite a bad, um, mind frame to be in you know but on the flip side you're like okay so he he's actually right he can't do anything about it that his loved one has passed so like in that moment in time yeah yeah yeah, yeah. he yeah. do if yeah if you look at it from a global binary point of view then you know there's not there's nothing yeah. that he can do to change things so i yeah i get i get it from 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 both aspects you know and it's interesting because you never know Unless he spoke about it and how he felt, it could. It can also be. It could have been a defense mechanism. You know, it's like I'm not ready to. I'm not going to accept that. I'm just. I'm in shock, and I just carry on doing what I feel. What my default is, and carry on in that way. So, there's lots to um, consider. Um, we're about out of time for our um, short-ish episode of Man to Man on a Thursday. Um, to to go over what we went through today, we obviously had a little intro, make sure that we're both all right. We'll check in with you mental health-wise. We're looking to get to know it better um, by being open. So we had a few icebreakers. What were they, Lee? Truth or lie? Two truths and a lie. Essentially, understanding a bit more about what Elliot lies about and what I lie about, basically. <laughs> <laughs> um, just getting to know a bit more about what maybe happened upon Elliot's childhood and growing up and some things he might have achieved and some things that he lied about. And so- <laughs> yeah. And then we, we touched on uh, adaptability for everyone and the, the challenge of the last year of having to adapt for, for everyone, no matter if they're self-employed or employed. Um, and then we it also changed and we talked about, you know, all the things how to deal with change, what it feels like to deal with change, is it good or bad, you find the right balance and a lot of things we can lead to the word balance, which I'm a big fan of and believer on. And what we got forward to look forward to next week, I'm going to put you on the talking about next week. Next week, I actually think we should get a bit, get, I, I think personally we should get Close to what we're currently doing now, get, get a bit deeper in the fitness scene. Um, I would like to discuss probably social media um, okay. and delve a little bit deeper into social media when it comes to fitness, also social media as, as a whole. Um, I think that will take up quite a lot of time to do because I have a lot to say on social media. Um, so that's probably going to be one of the yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, social media. Oh, yeah. so next week, next Thursday media you heard it here first at the end of today's episode it affects everyone you know every generation affects them differently there's a lot to cover and there's a lot to cover like specifically from industry to industry so um, i look forward to that that's that's always a tough one there's lots of 
points of view on that. So um, thank you, everyone, for joining on Instagram Live and Twitch. Um, apologies for the connection issues this evening. Thank you for staying with us if you have. And uh, we both look forward to seeing you again soon. Words from my man, Lee. Last words for me is smile. Keep smiling. Because no matter what, there is a light in the tunnel. I can assure you that. Join us at Mental Health, exploring how openness can lead to progress.